Hey everyone, welcome back to Practical Non-Toxic Living by Ruan. This week's episode is an excerpt from the Obesogens Workshop Sophia hosted in January. I hope you enjoy learning all about how healthy eating and exercise might not be enough and how these hormone-disrupting chemicals might be subtly sabotaging your daily routines. If you want to access the full replay, um, it's exclusive for members of the Detox Academy, so you can become a member by visiting ruanliving.com forward slash detox, D-E-T-O-X hyphen academy. The doors for our 40 Day Home Detox are officially closed and we are so excited to have so many great members in our on-demand option this round. Um, The doors won't be open again to enroll for another couple of months, but subscribe to our newsletter so you can be the first ones to learn and get yourself on the wait list if you want to join that opportunity next time the doors open in several months. Um, You can subscribe to our newsletter by visiting our website, ruanliving.com, or heading to Instagram at ruanliving and clicking the link in our bio. All right, with that, enjoy this short and sweet episode on obesogens. Hi, I'm Sophia Ruan Goucher, author of the critically acclaimed best-selling book, A to Z of Detoxing, The Ultimate Guide to Reducing Our Toxic Exposures, and founder of Ruan Living, the only wellness lifestyle brand that simplifies practical non-toxic living. Welcome to my podcast. So let's dive deeper into why I keep saying diet and exercise are not enough. We're going to talk about the obesogen hypothesis. It is a hypothesis, even though the body of science is getting stronger every year. But the hypothesis holds that certain endocrine disrupting chemicals can increase susceptibility to obesity by influencing human health through eating behavior, fat storage, gut microbiome, and other aspects of metabolism, especially when exposure occurs during early development. This hypothesis is recognized by a number of authoritative agencies. In this screenshot from a report by the Center for Science and the Public Interest, this report on obesogens lists some organizations that recognize the potential threat of obesogens. These organizations include U.S. government agencies and task forces like the EPA and the White House Task Force on Childhood Obesity, professional organizations including the American Academy of Pediatrics, the Endocrine Society, and the Pediatric Endocrine Society, and many more, including international agencies. I'm gonna just quickly talk about our historical understanding of obesity. We recognize that obesity is a result of many factors, including both genetic and environmental or non-genetic components. Historically, One believed or scientists believed that obesity and being overweight resulted from an energy imbalance. So if you weren't expending more calories than you were taking in, that it was a belief that that in and of itself would lead to being overweight and having obese or having obesity. Then there was a carbohydrate insulin model, which believes that energy storage due to effects from higher amounts of insulin and blood 
was contributing, but the focus on individual actions or medical interventions to counter the effects understood by these first two models has not slowed the rise and um, prevalence in obesity around the world. And this is derived from this article from the International Journey of Journal, International Journal of Obesity. Um, more from this article is on the next slide, which introduces newer models. One is the reduction oxidation model, and four is the obesogen model. But these two broaden the perspective on the factors that are contributing to obesity, and they place greater emphasis on environmental exposures, including obesogens. From two in in an article published in May 2023 in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, this article, which um, I highlight the last sentence of the screenshot, this article shares that the attendees of a workshop agreed that environmental obesogens are real, significant, and a contributor at some degree to weight gain at the individual level and to the global obesity and metabolic disease pandemic at a societal level. Moreover, it is at least in theory remediable. Thanks for listening. For podcast show notes, visit www.ruanliving.com, spelled www.ruanisinnontoxicliving.com. To more easily listen to other episodes, please subscribe to the Practical Non-Toxic Living Podcast. And if you'd like to support it, please like it and share it. Until next time.